First and foremost, I'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, welcome back, brethren, to our weekly reading, uh, our weekly history reading in the Tanakh, the Apocrypha, and the and the beginning of the Epistles, which you know be the Book of Acts in the church history, in early church history. So. <clears throat> If brothers uh, make their way to, to uh, Joshua 11, we could start off there and we could get the reading. So the book of Joshua, chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass, when Jabin, king of Hazar, had heard those things that he sent to Jabob, king of Madon, and to the king of Shimron, and the king of Akshaphat, and the kings that were on the north of the mountains, and the plains to the, in the south of Shinroth, and in the valley, and in the borders of Dor, and the west, and to the Canaanite on the east, and on the west, and to the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Jebusite, in the mountains, and to the Hivite under Hermon, and to the land of Mizpeh, and they went out, and they and all their hosts with them, much People, even as the sand that is upon the seashore in the multitude with the horses and the chariots, very many. And when the, and when all these kings were met together, they, they came and pitched together the waters of Meram to fight against Israel. So all these nations got together to fight, to fight us. You know what I'm saying? This king had heard about everything that went on and what he, what does he do? He calls all these people, all these nations, these kings, so that they could go to war to make war against the children of Israel. You know, saying who the Most High has been blessing these first 10 chapters. Uh, let's verse 6. And, and Yahweh said unto Joshua, Be not afraid because of them, for tomorrow about this time I will deliver them up all slain before Israel. Thou shalt hawk their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So now the Most High is telling Joshua, don't even trip. We're going to, you know what I'm saying, we're going to blow these bitches up. I'm going to destroy them before you. Let's keep going. Verse 7. So Joshua came and all the people of war. Salaki, give me a napkin, baby. Salaki, brethren. I'm doing something nasty. Um, verse 8. Um, so like verse seven, so Joshua came and all the people of war with him against them by the waters of Miram, suddenly they fell upon them and Yahweh delivered them into the hand of Israel who smote them and chased them unto great Zidon and unto Misperah and to Misperoth Maim, and into the valley of Mispeh eastward. And they smote them until they left them none remaining. And Joshua did unto them as Yahweh bade him, and he hawked the horses and burnt their chariots with fire. So we see Joshua, oh, Salakia, Joshua obeyed, uh, obeyed the command, and he did as he was told. Let me see. And Joshua at that time turned back and took Hazor and smote the king thereof with the sword. So he went back to where he was going. And he, he laid this dude down and took his land. Before time was the head of all those kingdoms. And they smote all the souls that 
that were therein with the edge of the sword and utterly destroying them that was not left any to breathe. And he burnt Hazor with fire. And all the cities of those kings and all the kings of them did Joshua take and smoke them with the edge of the sword. And he utterly destroyed them as Moses, the servant of Yahweh, commanded. But as for the cities that stood still in their strength, Israel burnt none of them, save Hazor only, that did Joshua burn. And all the spoil of these cities and the cattle and the children of Israel took for prey themselves, and every man they smote with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them, and, and neither left they any to breathe. As, Ye as Yahweh commanded Moses his servants, so did Moses commanded Joshua. And so did Joshua. He left nothing undone of all that Yahweh commanded Moses. So Joshua took all the land and the hills and all the south country and all the land of Goshen and the valley and, and the plain and the mountain of Israel and the valley of the same, even from the Mount Halak that goeth up to Seir. And unto Baal Gad, in in the valley of Lebanon under Hamron, and all the kings he took, he and all the kings he took and smote them and slew them. And Joshua made war a long time with those kings, and there was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel, save the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon, and all the other, and all others they took in battle. For it was Yahweh to harden it was of Yahweh to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle that they might destroy them utterly and that they might have no favor that he might destroy them as Yahweh commanded Moses damn Joshua Wilding over here bro Joshua we're killing heathens Verse 21, And at the time came Joshua and cut off the Anakims from the mountains and from Hebron and Debur and Anab and all the mountains of Judah and all the mountains of Israel. Joshua destroyed them utterly with their cities. There was none of the Anakims left in the land of the children of Israel, only in Gaza, in Gath, in Ashdod. There remained it. So Joshua took the whole land according to all Yahweh said unto Moses, and Joshua gave it for an inheritance unto Israel according to the division by their tribes, and the land rested from war. So that concludes Joshua for today. Um, powerful history there. On how our ancestors took the land, you know what I'm saying, and and set you know set a standard for us how we laid them down, you know what I mean? Oh Salakia. Oh yeah, verse 12 still. Oh yeah. So let's move on to first Maccabees eleven now. Let's go to first Maccabees eleven, brethren. Where read second second Maccabees next? Go to First Maccabees eleven. Well, but it didn't move long. But all right, we're gonna move on to the book of First Maccabees, chapter eleven, um, from the top, and we're gonna and and we're gonna read. So the book of First Maccabees, chapter eleven, from the top.
And the king of Egypt gathered together a great host, like the sand that lieth upon the seashore, and many ships, and went about through deceit to get Alexander's kingdoms, and, and joined it to his own. So, the king of Egypt was going on trying to sneak Alexander the Crete's uh, kingdom, right? To take it. Verse 2, whereupon he took his journey into Syria in a peaceable manner. So as they of the cities opened unto him and met him for king, for King Alexander had commanded them so to do, because he was his father in, in law, he was his father in law. Now as Ptolemy entered into the cities, he set in every one of them a garrison of soldiers to keep it. And he came near to Astotus, and they showed up, they showed him the temple of Dagon. That was burnt, and us to Zos, and the suburbs thereof that were destroyed, and the bodies that were cast abroad, and them that he had burnt in battle. For they told the king whatsoever Jonathan had done to the intent that he might blame him, blame him. but the king held his peace. Then Jonathan met the king with the great pomp of Jope where they saluted one another and lodged. And afterward, Jonathan, when he had gone with the king to the river called Eleutherus, returned again to Jerusalem. King Ptolemy, therefore, Salaki, King Ptolemy, therefore, have gotten the dominion of the cities by the sea unto Seclusia, upon the sea coast, imagined wicked counsels against Alexander, Whereupon he sent the ambassadors unto the king Demetrius, saying, Come, let us make a league betwixt us, and I will give thee my daughter, whom Alexander hath, and thou shalt reign in thy father's kingdom. For I repent that I gave my daughter unto him, for he sought to slay me. Thus did he slander him, because he was desirous of his kingdom. Wherefore he took his daughter from him and gave her to Demetrius and forsook Alexander, so that their hatred was openly known. Damn, we beefed it tough now. Then Ptolemy entered into Antioch, which he set two crowns upon his head and the crown of Asia and of Egypt. And in the mean season was King Alexander in Sicilia, because those that dwelt in those parts had revolted from him. Damn, damn. But when Alexander heard of this, he came to the war against him, whereupon King Ptolemy brought forth his host and met him with mighty power and put him to, to flight. So Alexander fled into Arabia and there to be def and there to be defended, but King Ptolemy was exalted, for Zab Zabdiel the Arabian took off Alexander's head and sent it unto Ptolemy. King Ptolemy also died the third day after, and they that were in the stronghold slain one another. By this means Demetrius reigned in a hundred and three score and seventh year. At the same time, Jonathan gathered together them that were in Judea and took to take the tower that was in Jerusalem, and he made many engines of war against it. Then certain ungodly persons who hated their own people went unto the king and told him that Jonathan besieged the tower. Wherefore, when he heard, he was angry, and immediately removing him, removing, he came to Ptolemaeus and wrote unto Jonathan that he should not lay siege unto the tower and come to speak with him at Ptolemaea in great haste. Nevertheless, Jonathan went 
uh, nevertheless, Jonathan, when he heard this, commanded to be besieged. It's still, and he chose a certain of the elders of Israel and priests, and put himself in peril, and took silver and gold and raiment and diverse presents besides, and went to Ptolemais. Shalom, officer Yerushalayim. Uh, we're in the book of First Maccabees, chapter eleven. Um, we're finishing out verse twenty-four, and unto the king where he found favor in his sight, verse twenty-five. And certain ungodly men of the people had made complaints against him. Yet the king entreated him as his predecessor and had done before and promoted him in the sight of all his friends and confirmed him in the high priesthood and all the honors that he had before and gave him preeminence among his chief friends. Then Jonathan desired the king that he would make Judea free from tribute. Also, the three governments with the country of Samaria, and he promised him 300 talents. So the king consented and wrote a letter unto Jonathan of all these things after this manner. King, Dimitri, king Demetrius, unto his brother Jonathan, and unto the nation of the Jews, sendeth greetings. We send you here a copy of the letter which we did write unto our cousin Lysithenes. La, La, La Concerning you, that you might see it, King Demetrius unto his father, Lethanesis, send his greetings. We are determined to do good to the people of the Jews, who are our friends, and keep covenants with us, because of their good will towards us. Wherefore, we have ratified them the borders of Judea, with the three governments of Aparina, Lydda, Lydda, Lydda or Lydda, Ramathan that are added unto Judea and the country of Samaria, and all these things appertaining unto them, for such, for all such as do sacrifice in Jerusalem in the stead of the payments which he, the, the king received of them yearly aforetime af, out of the fruits of the earth of the trees, Salakia. And as for these other things that belong unto us, of the tithes and the customs pertaining unto us, as also the salt pits and the crown taxes which are due unto us, we discharge them of all their relief, and nothing hereof shall be revoked from this time forth forever. And now therefore see that thou make a copy of these things, and let it be delivered unto Jonathan, and set upon the holy mountain of the conspicuous place. And this, and this, when King Demetrius saw that the land was quiet before him and had no resistance was made against him, he sent away all his forces and every one of his and everyone to his own place except certain bands of strangers, whom he had gathered from the isles of the heathen, wherefore all the forces of his fathers hated him. Moreover, there was one, Tryphon, that had been of Alexander's part afore, who, seeing that all the hosts murmured against Demetrius, went to Silmacu, the Arabian, that brought up Antiochus, the young son of Alexander, and lay sore upon him to deliver him his young Antiochus, and that he might reign in his father's stead. And he told, therefore, the all that Demetrius had done, and how his men of war were at, were at enemy with him, and that he remained a long, uh, a long season. Salakia, I. In the meantime, Jonathan sent 
the king Demetrius that he would cast those of the tower of Jerusalem out and all and those also in the fortress for they fought against Israel. So Demetrius sent unto Jonathan saying, I will not only do this for thee and thy people, but I will greatly honor thee and thy nation if opportunity serve. Now therefore thou shalt do, thou shalt do if they send me to help for all my forces are gone from me. Upon this, Jonathan sent him three thousand strong men upon Antioch. And when they came to the king, the king was very glad of their coming. Howbeit, they that were of the city gathered themselves together into the midst of the city to the number of a hundred and twenty thousand men and would have slain the king. Wherefore the king fled in the court, but they of the city kept the passage of the city and began to fight. Then the king called to the Jews for help, who came unto him all at once, and dispersing themselves through the city, slew that day in the city to the number of a hundred thousand. Also they that sat on the city got many spoils, that the day delivered the king. That that day and delivered the king, Salakia. Verse 47. So when, the, so when they saw the city that the Jews had gotten as they would, their courage was abated. Therefore they made supplication to the king and cried out, saying, Grant us peace and let the Jews cease from assaulting us and the city. With, they have, with that they cast their, their weapons and made peace, and the Jews were honored in the sight of the king. And in the sight of all that were in his realm, and they returned to Jerusalem having great spoils. So the king Demetrius sat on the throne of his kingdom, and the land was quiet before him. Nevertheless, he dissembled in, on, in all that he spoke, and estranged himself from Jonathan, neither rewarded him according to the benefits which he received of him, but the trouble be, troubled him very sore. Salaki. After this returned a Tryphone, and with him the young child Antiochus, who reigned and was crowned, then there gathered unto him all the men of war whom Demetrius had put away, and they fought against Demetrius, who turned his back and fled. Moreover, Tephron took the elephants and won Antioch. At the same time, at that time, young Antiochus wrote unto Jonathan, saying, I confirm thee in the high priesthood and appoint thee ruler over four governments to be one of the king's friends. Upon this, he sent him gold vessels to be served in and gave leave to drink in gold, but and to be clothed in purple and to wear a golden buckle. His brother Simon also made he made captain from the from the place called the Ladder of Tyrus unto the borders of Egypt. Yeah, he given everything. Then Jonathan went forth and passed through the cities beyond the water, and all the forces of Syria gathered themselves unto him for to help him and become to Ascalon, and they of the city met him and honorably. For he went to Gaza, but they of Gaza shut him out. Wherefore he laid siege unto them, and burnt the suburbs thereof, and the fire spoiled them afterward. And they, when they of Gaza made supplication unto Jonathan, he made peace with them, and took, their, took the sons of the chief men for hostages, and sent them to Jerusalem, and through the country, and unto Damascus. For verse 63. 
Now, when Jonathan heard that Demetrius' princes were come to Cades, which is in Galilee, with a great power and purposing to remove him out of the country, he went to meet with him and left Simon, his brother, in the country. Then Simon encamped against Bethsura and fought against it as a long season and shut it up. Salakia. But they desired to have peace with him, which he granted them, and then put them out from thence and took the city and set a garrison in it. As for Jonathan, his host, they pitched at the water of Gennesir, and whence the bedtimes in the morning they got them in the plain of Nasor. And behold, the host of strangers met them in the plain, who having laid men in ambush for him in the mountains, came themselves over against him. So when they lay the ambush, rose out of their palace and joined battle that they that were of Jonathan's sides fled. Insomuch as there was not one of them left except Matthias, the son of Absalom, and Judas, the son of Calphi, the captains of the host. Then Jonathan rent his clothes and cast earth upon his head and prayed, afterward returning again to battle, but put them to fight, and so they ran away. Now when his own men that were fled saw this, they turned again they turned again unto him, and with him pursued them to the caves, even their own tents that they encamped. So they were slain of the heathen the day about three thousand men. But Jonathan returned to Jerusalem. Ooh. That concludes first Maccabees, and we're gonna move to the eleventh chapter in the book of Acts. To finish out our reading. Salak, your brother. Give me a water, bitch. Thanks so much. Alright. I'm going to read the book of Acts. Chapter 11. I'm back. The book of Acts chapter 11 from the top. The water, bit. Uh, Acts chapter 11 from the top. And the apostles and the brethren that were in Judea heard that the Gentiles have also received the word of God. And when Peter was come up to Jerusalem, they that were of the circumcision contended with him, saying, Thou wentst to the men, to men uncircumcised and didst eat with them. But Peter rehearsed the matter from the beginning and expounded it by order, saying unto him, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying and in a trance, and I saw a vision. A certain vessel descended as it had been a great sheet and let down from heaven four corners. And it came even unto me, upon which I had fastened my eyes. I considered and saw four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts. And creeping things and fowls in the air. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Peter, slay and eat. So like it. Arise, Peter, slay and eat. But I had said, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean hath um uh, hath at any time entered into my mouth. But the voice answered again from heaven, What God hath cleansed, that thou call not call thou that common. And this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven, 
And behold, immediately, there were three men already come into the house where I was, sent from Caesarea unto me, and the Spirit bade me to go with them, nothing doubting, moreover, the six brethren that were accompanied me, it's too low, this is definitely too low, accompanied me, and we entered into the house, into the man's house, and he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said to him, Send men to Joppa and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell onto them, on them, as one of us at the beginning. And then remembered I, the word of the Lord. Uh, I remembered I, the word of the Lord, how that he has said, John indeed baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. For as much then as God gave them this like gift as he did unto us, who believed on Yahweh Shai Hamashiach, what was I what was I and what and that that I could withstand God? Oh let me see. What was I that I could withstand God? Verse eighteen. When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, uh saying God hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life? Now they that were scattered, now they which were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose about Stephen travailed as far as Phoenice and Cyprus, and Antioch preaching the word to none but the Jews only. And some of them were men of Cyprus, Cyrene, and when they were come to Antioch and spoken to the Grecians preaching Yahweh uh, Hamashiach, and the hand of and the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed un, unto the Lord. Then the tidings of these came unto the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas that he should go go as far as Antioch, whom who when he came and had seen the grace of glad was glad and exhorted the grace of. The grace of God was glad and exhorted them all with the purpose of heart. They would cleave unto the Lord. For he was a good man, full of, of, full of the Holy Ghost and of, and of faith. And as much people was added unto the Lord, then departed Barnabas to Tarsus to seek Saul. And when they had found him, he besought unto Antioch. And it came past that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. And in those days um, came prophets from Jerusalem and Antioch. And there stood up, up of them at Agabus and signified by the Spirit that there should be a great dearth throughout all the world which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. And the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren that dwelt in Judea, which also, which also they did, and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. We're going to, um, everybody uh, highlight verse, where did it go? Boom, boom. We're going to highlight verse 19. Double, double highlight verse 19. Make it green. You know what I'm saying? Because it says right there, they were preached to none other than the Jews. And then we're going to go to Acts 11. 
and 25. Let's go to Acts 11 and 25. We're going to look up the word Christian there, brethren. Uh, something that has always fascinated me was the word Christian. Acts 11 and 26. Uh, let me see. The word Christian. Let's go phrase throughout. Strong's G5546. Christianas. Christianas. Uh, let me see. That's Christianas. Outline biblical usage. Primary and only Christian. A follower of Christ. Hold on, there's another one I need to boom. Acts 11 and 26. Let's go to Acts 11 and 26. Acts 11 and 26. Let's go. Ah, let me see. Acts, the word Christian in Acts 11. Or is it and taught much the people and the disciples were called Christians right here. Strong's G fifty five forty six. Christianas. So we see the word appear again right there. We'll go to the, the etymology of the word, which is this right here, boom. Strong's G fifty five forty seven. Christos. Christos. Outline biblical usage. Uh, primary Christ anointed. A, Christ was the Messiah, the Son of God. B, the word means anointed. Uh, but that those are the words that appear there, Christian, in Acts 11 and 26. We see that there was being preached to the Jews and none else. Uh, but with that, we'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. And brothers, if you got questions in the call, obviously I'm gonna, we're gonna be taking, I'll be taking questions from the call. But if you're on the recording, you know, uh, all any questions you may have, you can link, you can hit us at the description with the email. Uh, also, our YouTube channels right there. You can ask questions in the comments, like, share, subscribe. Uh, Boba Kusha, Boba Kusha, please in the Paleo Hebrew, and we say Shalom.